Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. It's Friday. Um, you know, just a few years ago, I would have asked, and I did ask, where are the leaders? Where is the Churchill? Where, where's anyone that is standing up to this madness? Where are the leaders? Well, we're seeing them now. Uh, we're seeing people standing up and willing to take the hit. Say whatever you want about Donald Trump. That guy was willing to take it in the face over and over and over again. And out of that, we have Ron DeSantis. Uh, we, ha- uh, we have Elon Musk. These icons, these heroes are starting to rise up. The age of men. It is returning. And I want to talk about that in 60 seconds. First, if you're one of the millions of Americans who suffer every day from pain, I want you to listen up. There is hope, and it comes in the form of Relief Factor. Every day, if you listen to this program, you hear testimonials from real people just like you that were desperate to relieve their pain, and they tried Relief Factor. 70% of the people who try it for a three-week quick start, you'll know within three weeks if this thing is going to have any effect on you at all. Um, 70% go on to order more month after month. Why would you do that? You do that because, like me, it works. ReliefFactor.com. That's ReliefFactor.com. You just take, you know, for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, the little packet. This is, I mean, I'm, you hear that? That's my packet I'm going to take here in the next break. Uh, it is Relief Factor. Go to ReliefFactor.com. 1995. Try it for three weeks. Get your life back. It's ReliefFactor.com or 800, the number four, Relief. Relief Factor. Feel the difference. So where are the men? Where are the men? Last night, I went to a concert at the Toyota Music Factory here in, um, in Dallas. And uh, I saw a show with my, my son and my son-in-law uh, of a group called AJR. I don't know if you know AJR, but th- th- these guys, they're, th- they're three, as they said, three dorky Jewish boys. Uh, singing pop songs and they started when they were 15 real prodigies and uh, their brothers and they they started making music and they still make music in their living room and 
I think probably about three or four years ago, my son and I took a trip across the country and I was really having a hard time getting a handle on where his head was. And I said, um, you, you play the DJ, you pick the songs. And he said, I don't know if you're going to like these guys, uh, but, but I want you to, you know, try this. And I heard it. And the more I heard, the more I liked. And I understood my son because of the music he was listening to. And this was a, a real important point in his life and our understanding with each other. Here he is 13. And I knew he was afraid of something. I knew he was, he, he, he was just afraid. Um, and the first song he played for me was this. My new address is Listen to the lyrics. So I wrote it on the back of my hand Cause I leave the nest this coming December To make it as a grown man I'm not to lose my only defenders I'm packing up whatever I can If I can't let go, what if I come back home, back home? Oh no, don't throw out my legos. What if I can't let go? What if I come back home, back home? Can we keep my legos at home? Cause I wanna move out, I don't wanna move on. Now, he's, you know, at the time, 13. And when that song played, I just answered, no, we can't keep them. And your mom and I are moving the minute you're out of the house. But uh, uh, I understood him. And the more I listened to this particular artist, AJR, the more their lyrics are, the more the lyrics became something that, you know, I, I wouldn't have said this because he would have immediately rejected it. But the more I was thinking, yes, continue to listen to these guys um, because they are uh, last night at this concert. You really need to see it, especially if you have uh, kids. But I mean, the average age was probably 25 years old um, and it, it wasn't a bunch of kids. It wasn't a teen. This is not a teeny bopper, you know, kind of group. Um, uh, but it was so refreshing to see all of these what are they millennials 25 years old yeah the millennials they're listening to this group and you know arms raised up and singing these lyrics these lyrics are so culturally important and rare today the next one he played for me was uh fantastic a, a message you never ever hear it's called 100 Days. Remember when we all got drunk I ended up with two broke thumbs Oh my God, I felt so dumb Lucky me I wrote a song that no one knows I played a show and no one showed Oh my God, I felt so
made a hundred good stories. A hundred good stories make me interesting at parties. A hundred bad days, then a hundred good stories. Isn't that fantastic? This is the opposite that our culture is now pumping in. This is the opposite. They're saying, how lucky am I? I broke my thumbs. How lucky am I that I, I did a whole bunch of concerts and nobody came? Because it gave me something. It gave me character. It gave me stories that are interesting. That is fantastic. Once you put it into context, as they do in the song, and the last part of that was, because I'm not scared of you no more. Not afraid. We are not addressing the real fears. Can you imagine growing up in this age? I cannot even begin to imagine. Kids are not going out and playing. You know, the one thing I remember growing up, especially every summer, was I was out of the house in the morning. I would do my chores and I'd be out of the house in the morning and I wouldn't come back and I didn't have a cell phone. Nobody was tracking me. Nothing. I didn't come back until the streetlights went on and we would go and play. We didn't organize a play. We didn't have, you know how important it is that your kids play without a referee. Your kids are out playing baseball, soccer, whatever it is, without a referee and without adults. They have to figure out how to get along, how to solve problems and arguments without others going, hey, you knocked that off. You only need that when they're breaking windows. I know your parents knock it off. But going out and playing, organizing, watching out for each other, all of that stuff is lost on these kids. It's lost. And imagine, I mean, we are all thinking to ourselves, I don't care who you voted for. We all know this thing's coming apart. This whole thing is coming apart. So that tension is in them, too. What is tomorrow going to be like? They also don't have any idea of what can't be done. And so everything can be done. So there's no wonder anymore. I mean, I think that's why Elon Musk is so, at least this is why I like him. The guy is looking over the horizon and saying, don't tell me we can't do it. Of course we can. We just need to get all this other apparatus, all this bureaucracy out of our face. Let people do it. Because we're in a new age. We are having a problem now. Because our Congress is about a thousand years old. If you added up all their ages, you have enough experience to bring you back to the dinosaur age. They're not looking forward. Their horizon is maybe five years from now. And those are the people steering us. It takes youth to be able to look forward. It takes middle age from 40 to 60 
to couple that with a little bit of wisdom. And then it takes the older generation to go, slow down, slow down. Right now, all we have is the slow down. And it's not wisdom, it's greed and corruption that motivates them. I was talking to my sons last night. And we were talking about women and how to treat women. And um, my son-in-law said, you know, I've heard you say it over and over again. And I've said it over and over again to my son. Hey, you don't treat women that way. Hey, you don't hit women. Hey, get the door for your mom. Show respect for women. And in, in you know, traditional families, at least, we are taught, boys are taught by their fathers and others, how to treat a woman. He asked me, have, have you ever heard anybody teach their girls how to treat a man? And I thought, no. I've never heard anyone say, hey, you don't treat a man like that. Have you? And in that vacuum, we have destroyed man. Men are not men anymore. They're really nothing. Because a man can be a woman. We are taking apart the genders. And once you take apart, this is the basic building block of all of the universe. All the animal kingdom, everything, male and female. An egg and the fertilizer. It boils down to science, not the science, but science, basic science. You destroy that and everything else becomes a lie everything else because does it get any more basic than egg fertilize life family it doesn't that's it that's that's how it all began gang even if you believe in evolution uh, those monkeys were doing something in the cave. So we are destroying men, just destroying them. And I want to talk to you about that. Give me 60 seconds. And we'll come right back. No doubt in my mind at this point, we are in serious financial trouble as a country. You know it and I know it. Um, you know, there's there's a couple of things that we really have to pay attention to gender uh, being destroyed, families being destroyed, the currency being destroyed. And, you know, hey, let's go have war with Russia. 
Right now, I can solve one of those things with the Tuttle Twins books, uh, and that is inflation and destroying our money supply. You have to know what caused it. Uh, this is such an important book. This is a series of books made for your kids that you can read to your kids. But I'm telling you, this is such an important thing, and most adults don't even know it. I've asked the Tuttle Twins to give this book away for free. This is the last day. You can get The Creature from Jekyll Island by the Tuttle Twins in the Tuttle Twins series. You can get it for free. All you have to do today is go to TuttleTwinsBeck.com. I think every household should have this. Every household should have the whole series from the Tuttle Twins. But this one is really relevant right now, and it's free. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. That's TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Ten seconds. Station ID. So, if you look at, you know, history, or you look at even the Bible as a history book, you will always see men gathering at the gates. Men gathering at the gates. Why? Well, the men watched for intruders. They made announcements. They carried out justice there. In the Bible, they convened with angels at the gates. The men at the gates, they were not only responsible for the physical protection of the city, but also the social and the legal and spiritual protection as well. The men at the gates. And some men met at the gate. They were protectors and supporters. Others were not. Others also uh, met at the gates and they were the destroyers. So. We still have men at the virtual gates, uh, but most of the men are destroyers or they're drunk and asleep. And I don't mean I don't mean chemically drunk. I mean, spiritually or temporally just drunk. They're not on guard. Men are supposed to be protectors and leaders and supporters of their family and their community. They're, they protect. How many men are doing that right now? Protecting our communities. Protecting our families. Oh, yes, cops do that. Leadership in 2022. This ain't ancient times, but it's not even the 1970s anymore. And we're not going back. And part of that is good. I mean, you know, 1950s, all women were housewives and all men work at the office and have a briefcase. Man, I'm glad those days are gone. I'm glad. I mean, I think everyone, Stu, that has been in charge of my television division has always been a woman, hasn't it? Last 20 years? Uh, often, yeah. 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 Um, great. Great. But where are the men and I don't mean in position. I just mean, where are men? Where are men that are willing to stand at the gates? See, what's going to happen is men are going to get really pissed off soon at all of this stuff because they're just being erased. And so there are men now that are coming back and saying, you know, women should stay at home. I don't know these people. But I am afraid that that will cut. We've got to go back to tradition. Okay, all right. Male and female, mom and dad, okay. 
But we need men who define themselves, men who serve, men who care. Most importantly, men who are driven by a moral code. Do we have a moral code anymore? You know, look at what we've done. We first destroyed all of our heroes. This is so brilliant in the way this has been pulled off. What did they do? They chipped away for a hundred years at anyone who could be a hero. By the time I was growing up, they had already destroyed the founders and everybody else. And now they were going after other heroes. There was no such thing as an American hero anymore. Someone your kids could look up to. And then the last part, heroes gave up on it. The people who used to at least, you know, try to do the right thing because, hey, the kids are watching me and the kids look up to me. That was over. Now it's like, yeah, I'm doing blow. What's the deal? Yeah, I was doing it at home plate. What's the problem? I'm no role model. You're a man. You should be a role model. People just gave up entirely on being a man. Well, we're at a place now where the men and the boys have to be separated. We have to separate the men from the boys. And I think we're starting to see some real modern day leaders. Ron DeSantis is one of them. Elon Musk is another one. I want to I want to continue our conversation and the difference between men and boys. Next. The Glenn Beck Program. You know, the, um, the left always says, you know, this is the greatest charitable thing you can do is give to, you know, the IRS. That's not charity. That's a waste of charitable funds. And it also hardens our heart because then we're standing around going, why isn't somebody doing something about it? Well, why aren't we? This is why I love Tunnel to Towers. I love good, honest charities that get you involved. Charity Navigator uh, rates Tunneled Towers as a four out of four. This is the kind of organization that does what it says it's going to do. And what they do is they take care of the men and the women who took a stand to protect us, our country, and our communities. So firefighters, police officers, uh, soldiers, when they come back or if they don't come back, Tunnel to Towers is there for them in a big way. Please do your own homework and consider donating $11 a month and join. Join with me at Tunnel to Towers. T2, the number 2, T.org. That's T2T.org. BlazeTV.com slash Glenn is the place to go to subscribe to Blaze TV. Use the promo code Glenn. Welcome to Friday, the Glenn Beck Program. We're talking about the difference between men and boys. And um, we need good, strong men to stand up. Not strong man. Not a strong man. Strong men. You know, our founders, do you know that women could vote 
in the founding era. Did you know that? This is not an, this is this is something that the men of the age understood. The men, the thinking men. I'm sure there were players like my wife. She just keep her. She's in the kitchen now. She caught on fire last night at the <laughs> stove. But she ain't smart enough to vote. I'm sure those people existed. Okay, but the founders, the th- the men. They didn't have a problem with women voting. They didn't have a problem with men holding office. You know, there was a judge in, uh, where was it, um, New Hampshire. He was the flat first black man to be elected, and it was like 1723. And he served 80 years as a black judge, or uh, 60 years as like a black judge in a white community. Okay? A lot of this stuff is, is new and definitely not American. Not American. Women could vote, but it was one vote for the property. So whoever the property owner was. So, you know, husband, wife, widow, widower, didn't matter. One vote. Just go vote. That all changed. Because I think boys got involved. Greed got involved. Power became involved. And that's the difference between the men and boys. Boys are reactionary. They're petty. They're distracted. Men are grounded. Men are supportive. Men are alert. There's actually this movement among the boys uh, to abolish the 19th Amendment. Are you out of your mind? Well, men don't have a place. Women Shut up. Go protect a gate, will you? Men protect rights. Men protect families. Men protect common sense and decency. You know, my, we were talking last night. My grandmother was asked to dance by my grandfather. This is like 1915. Asked to dance. They had not met before, but he spotted her across the room. And he went up to her and said, hello, my name is Edward Jansen. And would you like to dance? She said, no, my grandfather never danced with her after they were married or anything because he thought, you know, they didn't talk a lot. Uh, he <laughs> thought that she didn't like to dance because she said no. And it was like at their 50th wedding anniversary that he said, well, she didn't like to dance. And he, she said, where did you get that? And he said, you turned me down to dance. She's like, because I didn't know you, we weren't properly introduced now, think of this right now. Go, go ahead. Try to date. People think it's creepy if you go to a bar and you like work up the courage to go over to a girl. They, they, they This generation is starting to think that's creepy. That's not creepy. That is unbelievably nerve wracking. Now you just swipe and people are now getting into this place to where. Yeah, we're going to have sex. And then if the sex is good, maybe we'll date. What are you, out of your mind? How do you even date? I know girls, I know women here that are not dating because of that. They're like, I'm just hoping that some guy is going to go, hey, I kind of like the old timey way and let's get to know each other. That's remarkable. That's remarkable. There's something to be said for a code of honor. There's something to be said about, I mean, is there a better thing? I No, I, I don't want to date you. I mean, the dancing thing is probably a little over the top, but 
we haven't been properly introduced. Meaning, somebody that I know should vouch for you and say, hey, Clara, I want you to meet my friend Ed. You two, you two should dance. Okay? There's something to be said for, for that. We don't have, there's no trust at all. Things are becoming very toxic, thoughtless, sexist. Women are being destroyed. They are. Your girls are not going to be able to compete in sports. Dave Rubin said to me yesterday, he said, you just wait, because some guy who's like the Colin Kaepernick of the NBA is going to say, well, yeah, I'm a woman. And he'll go into the WNBA and he'll crush the women. Then what? I mean, nobody watches it anyway, so it doesn't matter. But I might start watching it if that happens. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> that we, would be a fun league. We need real men in America again. Men who empower their communities and everyone in them. Men who say enough is enough. Men who thoughtfully choose for themselves when and what to react to. Men who create peace and not chaos. We don't need any more boys. We don't. We don't. We've got plenty of them. We don't need more boys in our, you know, between our four walls. We need more men at the gates. Maybe this is just me because I spent time with my boys yesterday and they're growing up. And I don't know what I can't relate to their world at all. I don't think any of us can. World has changed dramatically. But. Boys are not being taught how to be men. They're being taught that being a man is toxic. John Wayne said, a good man has to have a code. You know, that's why Yellowstone is so popular. Because as sick and twisted as it is, they had a code. The Sopranos. Why do we like the Godfather, because there was a code. Now, it's screwed up and it's bad, but there is no moral code anymore. Patrick Henry said, great men overcome the evils of life. Abraham Lincoln is said to say, uh, said to say uh, a man stands his tallest when he stoops down to help a child. Ben Franklin there's never been a truly great man who is not also truly virtuous. We hate dictators because they're not men, they're monsters. Manhood is not about oppression. It is virtue, duty, service. That's what our whole life is supposed to be. At the heart of manhood and at the heart of womanhood is love. Love is patient and kind and selfless. It's not irritable. It's not selfish. It doesn't insist on doing things my way. It rejects darkness. 
It rejoices in faith and hope. That's manhood at its finest. Frank Sinatra, you know, some people get their kicks stomping on the dream. That's all it seems like we are surrounded by now. People who just want to stomp on dreams. And it's not because uh, it's not because they're necessarily uh, negative about it. It's just that they just don't they don't have success. You're not going to have success. Or if you have success, then I'll lose some of my power. So I'm going to stomp on you. Look at what is coming for Elon Musk. The good news is here. We we've we've heard the phrase before, and I think there is nothing more true and appropriate to explain today's world than this phrase. Hard times create strong men. Strong men create good times. Good times create weak men and weak men create hard times. We are in the area uh, in the era of hard times because weak pathetic men have allowed themselves to be stomped into oblivion with lies. Women need men like fish need a bicycle. Really? Really? Men can get pregnant. These are all lies. Men need women. Any good husband knows. Uh, no, let me rephrase it. Any good husband is like, I give my wife anything. I'll do anything for my wife. You know, even in the worst of times, you're like, just tell me. Just, just tell me what it is to stop the madness. Just tell me I don't understand. But that actually does come from a place of love. And, and at that point, surrender of like, I, 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 I don't speak your language. I don't even know what you're talking about. And good women are the same. They may not understand, but they just want their husband to be happy. Hard times are here because we have had weak men, but hard times create strong men. That means a new era of good men are just over the horizon. It's our job to raise them. It's our job to encourage them. It's our job to be them ourselves. Good real estate agent has uh, a lot of responsibility when it comes to helping. Uh, You know, you got to buy or sell a home. They act as a firewall of safety between you and the sometimes terrifying amount of work that goes into the whole real estate thing. When you have a good agent, you know it. When you have a bad one, you know it, too. This is why we started realestateagentsitrust.com. We work with the best real estate agents in your area. The people who have decided to make this their full-time occupation, who throw themselves into it all the way. Uh, We only work with agents that we have vetted. And I mean, it's almost like an alien anal probe, the way we vet these people. I mean, it's not. It's not. 
Well, I don't think it is. I've never. Anyway, um, they have to have a great track record of getting the job done, use the best practices. And quite honestly, um, we really like it when they are fans of the show or the blaze or something, because we know one of the worst things that happens. You don't have any idea who this person is. And in today's world. So this is the master bedroom. Oh, my gosh. How dare you? Next thing you know, you're being crucified on social media because you said it was a master bedroom. Oh, shut up. Can I just buy or sell a house, please? Get the best real estate agent uh, that you can find in your area and you interview him yourself. It's a free service to you. You just write us, tell us I'm buying or selling and we'll line you up. With real estate agents I trust.com. Real estate agents I trust.com. The Glenn Beck Program. Miss a day, miss a lot. Visit blazetv.com today and never miss a moment of truth. On uh, tomorrow's podcast, uh, an hour-long interview with Dave Rubin that is uh, is really fascinating. Really fascinating. He is a, he is a, an amazingly um, brave, deep thinker. Um, we talk about just about everything. He talked about uh, trans issues, and can we can we play this? The next part of this is that it's it's actually the trans thing is actually rabidly anti-gay. I think we might have discussed this once, but if you were to take a five-year-old boy and let's say he's a little more effeminate, so instead of playing uh-huh. with GI Joe or Transformers, which by the way I played with, and and then I'm gay, okay, doesn't uh-huh. matter. But but so there are you know there's all sorts of people. There are there are heterosexual men who are more effeminate and more loving and whatever, but they happen to be straight. And then there are gay guys who are out in the woods wrestling I bears. Guys, <laughs> I know guys. I have friends that yeah. I'm like, come on, man. Yeah, come on. You, I mean, really, you're not gay because yeah. they're very <laughs> flamboyant. Oh, they're not. They're straight. And that's that's a beautiful thing. Right. Like you, you're not going to believe it, Glenn. Humans are a really rich Shut tapestry of all up. kinds of craziness. Wow. It's nuts, right? Huh. The human condition is really complex. Yeah, shouldn't stereotype. All, it's wild. Yeah, crazy. Uh, but, but really think about this. So now you take a five-year-old, a five-year-old in 2022, and this five-year-old plays with Barbies and is a little more effeminate, whatever that means. Mm-hmm. What would happen to that kid in school now? We know which is that the teacher most likely would encourage, or even the parent, would encourage them to start talking about gender identity. Oh, oh, you're, well, you are a boy, but you you feel like a girl, don't you? And then blah, 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 we're two years down the road, we're four years down the road, and Abigail Schreier wrote an incredible book about this, Irreversible Damage, that then they are literally transitioning this boy into being a girl with puberty blockers and the rest of it, and then ultimately it will lead to chemical castration and the whole thing, and most likely, what that boy was, was just gonna grow up to be hopefully a functional gay man, and that's it. So it's actually anti-gay. I mean, that's the it's thing. It's also anti-women. And, and it's anti-women because you've got Leah Thomas, yeah. who, who, by the way, has male genitalia still. Yeah. And have you seen the time lapse? I mean, people show you all sorts of videos with her. There's an, inc- oh. did you see it? Mm-hmm. There's a time lapse where they show you the race, so you know, there's just a camera on the race. And when you see the time lapse, how she, he, she, whatever, is just blowing past all of those women. You're like, it's, you know, we all know it. That's the thing. Yeah, we know it's, it's not right. You know, if if this isn't about being transsexual or different, 
in if this were reversed and girls said, and I'm sure there are, but I want to play football, I wouldn't care at all if they wanted to play football. What I would say is, can we protect her? Right. Because she's, mo- I mean, she may be built differently, but probably not. Those I see in a high school with my son playing, and I'm like, that guy is enormous. He's going to kill you. Broken arms, broken legs, broken ankles. That was last season in my son's little school. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Girls are physically not as big as as boys are. It's just reality. It's reality. Yeah. It has nothing to do with anything. So why is it... Why can't I say that to protect my daughter? And why do I have to uh, not protect my daughter there? The Glenn Beck Program.